Hi, welcome to the Advisors Podcast where we talk about how to get more clients, increase commissions, have longevity in the advisory business as well as the lessons and journey that I myself have learned along the way in helping you become wealthy, purposeful and happy. Okay, so the most dreaded statements we can get from prospects are objections or in fact, smokescreen objections. Okay, because like most prospects don't like to review their underlying concerns and it's just a human nature thing, right? And they rather give you some form of like generic statement hoping to kind of like shrug you off and all their stuff. That's really dreaded because we all know that after presentation of concepts, products and everything else and what happens is that you always get this kind of objection that they just make us feel like, ah, so frustrating, especially if these are the objections that prevent us from closing. There is a huge differentiation between an objection and a smokescreen objection. A genuine real objection are usually, usually, objections or statements that allows you to have some form of actionable steps. So for example, someone says that, hey, I think this is really too expensive for me. Now, then we kind of identify that who, it could be a price problem, it could be a premium, it could be a budget thing, right? And then the actionable steps for that would therefore be either we lower down the premium, we try to find a little bit more money, rearrange the cash flow, etc, etc, right? So there is some form of like problem that they have and then the solution to that because objections are essentially problems, right? And then you have a solution to solve that. Now, the challenge here is that sometimes they do not want to give you the real problems that they have. So they give things or they say things like, let me think about it, I'll let you know. Let me discuss with my wife, my husband, my dog, my tortoise, right? And all that stuff. You realize in each of these statements, it's hard to have a solution to that. Because why? You don't know what's the problem. Like, let me think about it. Now, that's the statement, right? And it's a smokescreen objection because you don't know what's the problem. And therefore, if you don't know what's the problem, you do not know how to tailor a solution to overcome that problem. So I'll let you know. I mean, that is not even an objection. It's a, a genuine concern. It's just a, I'll let you know. Basically, that's it, right? And you and I both know when usually it goes that route, it's hard to really follow up with them and get them to buy, right? Because the real truth is there's an underlying concern, okay? So what we're going to do today is really going to discern, you know, really how can we uncover the underlying concerns and underlying objections that we can control. So you need to understand, smoke objections, right? There are two portions. One is controllable, one is non-controllable to a certain extent. So non-controllable sounds like, oh, I don't like your face. I mean, if someone doesn't like your face, that's a bit hard, right? To do anything about it. Um, but or if someone says, you know, I just hate your company, your company give me bad experience, I'll never deal and buy any insurance from your company. It's kind of hard to control, right? So it's, it's kind of like these are the things that's hard to control and therefore we do not really, like we do not really care too much about this because it's beyond our control and everything else. So we talk about the ones that we can control. So in my user experience, you can really kind of like zoom down to the main three underlying objections and concerns. The first one is concept. What I mean by a concept objection, what it means is that, you know, people don't understand the concept of financial planning. They don't understand why they need investment. They don't understand how investment works. They don't understand why do they even need insurance in the first place. They don't understand, right? It comes to understanding. So they have a conceptual issue, right? Because if people don't understand why they need certain things, it doesn't matter how good or how fantastic the product is if they don't understand why, okay? It also doesn't matter if someone has a lot of money, millions of dollars, but if they don't understand why and how it works or why they need it and how it can help them, it doesn't matter if they have a billion dollars, they still won't buy it anyway, okay? So that's a concept kind of thing, which is the reason why a lot of people, we talk about concept presentation, we talk about educating right, our prospects and everything else, and this is the reason why, because they need to understand, because if they don't understand, then they will not buy, okay? So that's number one. The second type of objection or concerns that usually prospects have is product. So maybe they don't like the specifics of the product, right? So let's say you're selling an investment plan and they just don't like that it's 5% charges. Or maybe they just hate the very fact that it's 25 years. Or maybe they just don't like certain funds or whatever it is, right? It has to do with the products. 
maybe it's not flexible, maybe they look at the savings plan and then the returns are mediocre, for example, right? Maybe it's not enough for them, whatever. So they don't like, you know, things to do with the product per se. Okay, so it's a product thing. The third one is price slash budget, right? So either they feel that it's too expensive or they don't have the money to afford it, okay? So usually these are like the three underlying concerns and objections. And these are the ones that, you know, they really have. So anything that they give you like smoke screen, there's nothing to do with these three objections. You need to dig out the reasons and understand kind of like uncover their true concerns, right? So how to do it? That's the next question a lot of people talk about. I'll share with you this thing called the elimination method and it's called the MCQ strategy, right? So you think about it, you know, like in multiple choice questions in maybe secondary school or whatever it is, they give you a question, right? Or they give you a statement. And then usually they give you like, usually they give four to six options. So, so let's say they give you four options. And let's say you do not know the answer to this question. So what will you do? First of all, you cross out the wrong answers first, right? So there are four answers. You realize that these two are definitely wrong based on your knowledge. So you're left with two. Right? And when you're left with the two possible options, you realize that now it's a 50-50. You have a 50% chance higher in that sense, right? Not sure about the math, but basically you have a higher chance of getting it right because you eliminated the wrong one, right? So you have two. So then from there, then you need to kind of like play elimination and see which one is more probable and which one is more possible that this is the real answer. So same thing, right? You have these three underlying concerns and then like you know that these are only the three concerns that they have or one of it or maybe all three, right? So then your job is then to eliminate each of this concern to drill down to what is the real concern that they actually have. Instead of guessing like the right one, the whole point here is that you reverse engineer and eliminate those that are definitely wrong, right? This is how it sounds like. So let's say someone says that, hey, you know what? Let me think about it. Or like, hey, you know, um, yeah, sure. I think it sounds interesting, um, but I need to go home and think. I need to go home and blah, 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 right? So let's say that's the objection. Now, again, those are smoke screen, right? Because if they establish, there's no clear solution and do a clear problem that they establish. So there's, there's, there's a smoke screen, right? So then what you can ask is, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Prospect, I understand where you're coming from and I'd like to clarify. Is there anything about the insurance slash financial planning concept that I didn't explain properly on my part? Like, you know, maybe the concept presentation, maybe I didn't explain properly or maybe you don't really understand uh, why do we need insurance and investment in the first place? Is there anything that I didn't do well? Then the chances are, they will say no. Chances are, they will most likely say, oh no, I think all is great. Now, so when they say that, what happens is that we know that it's not a concept issue. That makes sense? It's kind of like a check, right? Like, okay, so is there anything wrong with it? And then they say no. So you realize that this is not really the main concern right? Concept presentation is not the main concern. Now, if they do say yes, if they do say, yeah, I think I don't really quite understand. Ah, then you get it. You realize that the objection, one of the objections is a concept thing. If you understand that they have difficulty understanding the concept, then the solution is to go back and re-explain maybe in a different way on a simpler analogy or example, right? So you get it? So that's number one. Now, let's say this person says there's no problem with the concept. The second one, therefore, will be, okay, cool, the product, right? So, hey, Mr. Mr. and Mr. Professor, that's great. How about the product? Right. Do you have any questions about like how this product works or is there anything that, you know, in specific to this solution you don't like about or maybe you just feel like it's, you know, it's, it's not as good for you in your own opinion. Is there anything else like this? Now, again, if they say yes, then this is where you dig out what's the real problem they have with the product and then you overcome those objections, right? But if they say, no, uh, I think the product is great. I understand why. I think everything's fantastic. I realize it's not a concept problem that they admit and they also admit that it's not a product problem. So what do you think is the problem? Most of the time, it's the third one, which is about price slash budget. So the way to test it out then, okay, great. Mr. and Mrs. Prospect, I just want to check. Is it about the premiums? Like are the premiums of 3,200 for a whole life plan as of now, a little bit out of your budget at this current point in time? Is it a little bit out of, a little bit uncomfortable? What do you think? Ah, most of the time, 
they'll admit that yes, it is a budget thing, right? That is a, it, it may be too expensive for them. Maybe they don't really want it, yada, yada, because of the price and everything else. Ah, then you realize it's a price thing, right? Then you can solve the, the price objection. Right? It's too expensive, it's too much, affordability, whatever it is. Then what you can do is just to lower down the premiums, right? So you realize that all oh, these 300 objections, you eliminate the first two and then, sorry for the middle finger, but like you got you got a third one, right? Which is a price kind of thing. And let's say it's a price thing, right? Then they have a budget issue, then you just, there's this thing called like the downselling, right? So, hey, maybe it's, you know, you should have five uh, exiting your budget and then they say, yeah, I think it's a bit too much um, and everything else, right? And then the beautiful part is just saying that, okay, brilliant. This is exactly what some of my other clients mentioned before as well. And what we do in a situation like this is to start with a low amount. Then we work progressively towards our recommended goal over the years. So that makes more sense progressively. So is 2005, 2008 or 3000 a better amount for you? And because you give them three options, most of the time they'll choose one of it and bam, you got it. So it's really up to you, of course, to choose which option you want. It could be 2000, 2005, 2007, whatever number it is, but you want to give three options, okay? Once they choose an amount, then you can move on with the closing, right? Say, okay, great. So how would you like to make payment? iBanking, credit card, PNL, or whatever it is. Say, okay, great. So what we're going to do right now is to make some lower adjustments to the summer shirt because, you know, it's a lower premium, but hey, have coverage better than not having coverage, right? Agree? Yes, agree. Okay, cool. And we'll take the next 10, 15 minutes for your application. Okay, so, and then this is how you want to move on with the close, right? So it's literally as simple as that, okay? You realize like most of the time, people don't really have a problem with concept or product. It's usually, again, not a generalization, but kind of like inclined towards, the problem usually inclined towards uh, premiums or the affordability portion, right? Because you think about it, right? If someone understands the concept, they also have no problem with the product, even sometimes, even, even in cases they like it, right? Then the third one is probably to do with how much they can afford or whether is it too expensive for them. Because if someone understands why they need it, they know it's good for them and they agree and they want it, what, what else could really be stopping them, right? So one of the biggest ones is always have to do with price and, and premiums, right? And budget and everything else, right? So again, this is kind of like the elimination method that I use to kind of like eliminate smokescreen objections so they can really get down to the root of their underlying concerns. And then from there, then you have a better idea of how to overcome the real genuine objections and concerns. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was useful to you. And here's two other ways that can help you grow your advisory business for free. Number one, go to Instagram and search Ben to the right. And number two, go to YouTube and search Ben to the right. And remember to leave a five-star review on this podcast so that we can gain more access to more people and redirect those lessons back over here to you.